she damn near fainted. The rich and famous, so nice to make you acquaintance. Yo, what's going on, guys? It is week 10 of Football with Taco. It's your boy, Seth, a.k.a. Taco. <laughs> Back at it again. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it is, uh, it's week 10 already. Um, I feel like two weeks ago I was like, oh, we got all this football left, which we do. But, like, we're slowly running out of time. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, week nine was actually really good. Uh, we, it was, so, we almost pulled our luck from props and it went to the matchups and then our matchups luck kind of went to the props. <laughs> um, so yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, matchup wise, we went nine for 12, uh, 75% there. Ooh, sorry. Spread, we went eight for 12. That was 66%. Uh, the over-under is 8 for 12, which was also 66%. And then the props, we went 10 for 24, which is like 41, which was tough. But props this week was a little bit weird. Um, I'll make sure to be a little bit more in tune with that next week. It's going to get even harder, I feel, as the season goes on, as people come back from injury, as people go into injury. So just kind of keep that in mind um, going forward. So, we're going to start with the recap of Week 9. Thursday Night Football, we had the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Houston Texans. Uh, the Eagles were at a minus 800, and the Texans were at a uh, plus 550. Let me just pull up some info here, just so I have all my scores and stuff. There we go. Oh, it's a little bit different now. I kind of like that a little bit more bold. Easier to read. Alright. So, yeah. The uh, Eagles were at a minus 800. They ended up winning that game there. Uh, ended up being 29-17. to It was a slow start. Um, first half was a tie. <laughs> like, the game ended... Like, the game at half uh, ended with a tie. And then they went back after half and just kind of started dominating on defense. So that was pretty good for them to break out of that because this is supposed to be one of the easy games. It's not going to get any any easier from here besides like a few games here and there. Like They got a few people that are going to give them a run for their money, and everybody wants to beat the undefeated team, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, they, they got the win at the minus 800. Um, we picked an over of 44 and ended up being 46. Uh, the spread for this one was... Minus 13 to the Eagles, but we picked plus 13 to the Texans and hit on that. And then for the props, we had a Sanders or a Smith or a Brown touchdown for that one. Uh, and Sanders and Brown both had a touchdown. And then for the Texans, we had Cooks or Howard, but they didn't score. So um, Next, we have the Green Bay Packers versus the Detroit Lions. Uh, Packers were at a minus 165. Lions were at a plus 140. See, this one, I thought it was going to be a little bit little bit more high scoring than it was. I thought it was going to be below. We got the under of 49 here, so that was good. It was 24. But it was very, it was a very slow game. It was very slow. Uh, we did pick Detroit at the plus 140, uh, and we didn't have them at the plus 3 because they won 15-9, uh, to nine, so that was nice. Um, 
for the props for this game, we had uh, Aaron Jones or a Dobbs touchdown. I'm almost positive both of them went down in this game. <laughs> so that's my bad, but I didn't really expect that. Uh, Dobbs went down with like an ankle thing, I'm pretty sure. And Jones, I didn't really see him too much. And then for the Lions, I had a Swift or an Amon Ra St. Brown uh, touchdown and it ended up just being like a few touchdowns from randoms. So <laughs> uh, it's tough with those teams, especially like the Packers this year. I feel like the Packers is, I don't know, you kind of could, I like want to put it on Jones because he was more active, but now it's seeming like it's kind of moving around. It's a little bit more spaced out. So it's kind of starting to be a different look at like the Packers and the Lions now because they don't have TJ Hawkinson anymore. So, <clears throat> but moving on, we got the LA Chargers versus the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the Chargers are at a minus 165. The Falcons are at a plus 140. Over under for this one is 49. We did pick the um, over for this one and ended up being 37. So we didn't hit that. Uh, but we did pick the Chargers at the minus 165 there. They won 20 to 17 off a game winning field goal. Um, but we did pick the Falcons plus three, and we did get that. So it's like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, I knew that was going to be a game like that. I did have the Falcons checked off. I remember that, and I crossed out and ended up picking the Chargers instead. So that was kind of a good choice. Uh, for the props there, we had Eckler or a Carter touchdown, and Eckler did get one. And then we had uh, Koo field goals over and a Pitts touchdown. Uh, Pitts did not score, and Koo only kicked one field goal, so those didn't hit. I also was not aware that Cordell Patterson was just going to get plugged back in, so, you know, the man is back. <clears throat> the man is back. I'll tell you that. If he's anywhere closer to where he was in the beginning of the season, which it looked like in that game, he's going to be someone we're going to be plugging in, I'll tell you that. All right. And that will be a nice little, <laughs> at least one, I can look to every week almost uh he's almost like an Eckler in that sense and then we had the Dolphins game which was uh they were a minus 220 versus the Bears who was a plus 180 uh we did pick the Dolphins here at minus 220 we picked it over 44 and ended up being 67 uh the Bears ended up being um pretty active in this game like I predicted and um Dolphins won 35 to 32. We ended up picking the Bears plus four and a half. So we hit that as well. And then for the props, we had a Hill or a Waddle touchdown. And then we had a Fields rushing touchdown or a Herbert touchdown. And Fields scored. And Hill and Waddle did as well. So we went four for four on the Dolphins Bears game. Uh, shout out to my boy Fitzy. He hit me up during, uh, during Sunday, I believe. I think it was Sunday. And he was like, yo, thank you. I listened to the podcast and came up. And bro, that's literally all I want. That's all I want. I don't care about nothing else. Yo, that was like the best. That was the best feeling ever. So shout out to him. Because like, yo, if he's coming up off of something that I'm putting down or something like that, that's awesome. Because that means I'm helping somebody at least. Or I'm helping a few people. And <clears throat> that's all I want. So... We went to the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Jaguars. We had um, the Raiders there at minus 120. The Jags were a plus 100. We did not hit on the matchup for this one. Uh, the Jags ended up pulling out. Pretty good game here and winning at the end. And then we had an under of 48, 
<laughs> and it was 47. <laughs> so that was pretty dope. Um, and then the spread, it was uh, minus one to the Raiders, but we ended up picking plus one to the Jags because I remember I was like, this one's like a 50-50, and we got the plus one to the Jags at least. And then we had a Renfro or a Jacobs touchdown, no dice. And then we had Kirk touchdown or an NTN Jr. touchdown, and they both scored. So if you put it on the Jaguars ones, then you hit. And we went, I'd say like two and a half for four there, just because obviously like I didn't hit the other prop there, but I did have two on the other one, so I'll give it like two and a half. Next game was the Indianapolis Colts versus New England Patriots. Uh, Colts were at a plus 205. Pats were at a minus 250. Over-under for that one was 39.5, and we had the under. And that was right, ended up being 29. Pats ended up coming out with a dub there, too, 26-3. That was a solid game defensively. Very, very, very bad game offensively from the Colts. Um, I was honestly shocked. It was pretty bad. Like, I thought the first quarter was bad, and then, like, we started scoring, so it wasn't too bad in the second quarter. But it's first quarter, zero. Second quarter, zero. Third quarter, three. Fourth quarter, zero. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it doesn't really surprise me that Frank Reich is now gone as a coach for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I'm kind of liking Jeff Saturday plugged in. Um, I watch a lot of Jeff Saturday on first take, and when he's on uh, – like the different shows on ESPN and he definitely knows what he's talking about. Honestly, he could be somebody he's been consulting the team, I guess this whole time. So it's only right for him to kind of get plugged into this position. Could be a lot of pressure just with what's there. Um, They should have like one of the best offensive lines they say in football right now, but they just don't. And like their run game should be insane, but it's not. Um, so it's just kind of it's kind of crazy he's getting plugged into that. But I think if anybody can turn around, it's definitely Jeff Satter. Um, so we had uh, the Colts plus five and a half because, like I said, I wasn't sure how that game was going to go, but I just kind of played it safe there. Um, I should have took the f- minus five and a half because I didn't really know that was what the situation was until I watched that whole game. I was like, wow, okay, now I kind of get it. Because, like, I've seen the Colts earlier, but it was more, it was a little bit better because Matt Ryan was there. So, like, it kind of was a chance, but I guess they don't trust him anymore. So, that's out the window. But, for props, we had a uh, Taylor or a Campbell touchdown. That didn't happen. And then, for the Pats, we had a Stevenson or a Myers touchdown, and Stevenson scored. So, we went one, two, another, like, two and a half there. <coughs> Next one we got is the Buffalo Bills versus the New York Jets. Uh, the Bills were a minus 650 versus the Jets were, were a plus 460. Uh, man. So, if there's one day that you um, are going to pick a minus 650 team, it's the day that probably the best quarterback in the league this year gets an MCL in his forearm. I think that's what it's called. Is that what it is? I think in the forearm. Well, he's got a forearm injury. I don't know if it's like, I think that's what they said, but it's, 
I could be wrong on that. Uh, don't quote me on the, the medical aspect. I could sound like an idiot there. But I'm pretty sure they said the forearm MCL, I'm almost positive, which is what I saw when he hawked that ball down the field, which is blown out, almost like what pitchers do. They hold their forearm, and it's like you're almost like... It's almost like you're getting an IV, but like you're almost holding it straight because like that's the only way that it doesn't hurt like pain-wise. So, I don't know. It's not the best-case scenario for the Bills right now. And them losing to the Jets is not like a huge punch in the stomach, but it definitely is def- like a jab because it shows that they're not this team that just kind of like they can come back or do anything and like unbeatable. They've lost to two teams. They have not won a division game yet. Like if they lose to us, that's not like they're what does that place them like they're going to have to go through the wild card and do all that. And you don't want to do that when you got your quarterback with an arm injury already. So, <clears throat> the Bills, man, that's something that needs to be talked about. Um, that's tough. But, yeah, we lost on the minus 650 there. That's obviously, like, tough. But I was talking about the 50-50s last week anyway. So, um, we took over a 47.5 and ended up being 37. It was a really low-scoring game. Um, what was it? 20 to 17. Yeah, so it ended up being 37. Uh, we had the Bills minus 13. Never happened. Uh, we had a Diggs or a Davis touchdown. Nothing. We had a Conklin or a Wilson touchdown, and that didn't happen either. Uh, so the Jets were the huge, huge upset, man. Um, not as bad as what I'm going to say about the Rams, which is going to be very light for what I had to say about them before. But, um, yeah, man, the Bills, 6-2, and two, but... No division wins, so what's going on with that? I don't understand. Um, but, yeah, that was a struggle. That was a 0 for 4. <laughs> that was not what I was expecting on, like, a gimme for, uh, like, should have been at least the matchup and one or well, at least one of those props. You know what I mean? At least one. But, eh, it goes how it goes. And then we had the Minnesota Vikings versus the Washington Commanders. Uh, the Vikings were a minus 178. Commanders are a plus 150. Uh, we did pick the Vikings there at the minus 178. Uh, the over-under for this one was 43.5. It ended up being 37. We picked the under, so we hit on that. Uh, da, da, da. We did pick Minnesota minus 3.5, and, and I don't think we hit that. Nah, it's 2017, so. No dice on the spread. And then for the props, we had a Cook or a Jefferson touchdown. Jefferson had a touchdown in the beginning, and then Cook had, like, a game-winning touchdown, so that was pretty dope. And then for the Commanders, we had McLaurin or Heineke yards over, and Heineke didn't really do much, and no McLaurin touchdown. So that didn't hit either. So we went two for two on that. A little bit of prop action, too, so not bad. And then next game, which I thought was, like, my best pick of the week, I'm not going to lie, was Seattle versus Arizona. They had the Seahawks at a plus 105. Cardinals were at a minus 125. Over-under for this one was over 50. It ended up being 52, so we skated on that one pretty well. We did pick the Seahawks, plus 105, and they won. Um, 31-21, to too. They won with, like, they won pretty, pretty easily. Yo, Seattle's not a team to play with. That is what I... I don't know if I said that last week. I think I did, but Seattle is not a team to play with, man. They are not. (laughs) 
You do not want to run into this team right now. Uh, the spread for this game, I picked Seattle plus one and a half. Got, we got that by a long shot. And then we had a Walker the third or a Lockett touchdown. Both hit. Hopkins or an Ertz touchdown. Both hit. We went four for four on this game. So, you know, that's how it goes down for... So what it is, man. Because, like, that's a lock. And then you would think, because I plugged it in with the Bills. And you don't think the Bills is going to be the one that kills you. But it is. Ah... Uh... But I'm not even going to get to it because here comes the real rant, my friends. Sorry I got to do this, but the Los Angeles Rams versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Rams were a plus 135. Bucks were a minus 160. It's not even the fact that, like, I have to... Like, look at this and be like, all right, whatever, like, matchup-wise, this, that, and the other thing. It's just the point of how it went down. They get the ball back. They shut Tom Brady down. All they got to do is get one first down. You think 28 seconds isn't... Like, I just don't understand. Like, I get it, like, football-wise, but... This is Tom Brady, my man. This is Tom Brady. I don't care what the hell's going on. I don't care if this man literally lost a finger. It's Tom Brady. It doesn't matter what turmoil is happening and what's going on team-wise. It's Tom Brady. That's all I got to say. As a Pats fan, I don't care if he's on the Buccaneers. You know what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter what's going on. This man had what? How many stitches in his hand? It does not matter what's going on. It is Tom Brady. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. But, how, how uh, do the Rams manage to, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense because you have the game right there. You shut him down on fourth down. Oh, you shut him down. He's in the goal line. Like, you shut him down. And then you let him go down the field. And that's another thing. Jalen Ramsey, I don't want to hear nothing. Should someone be calling out this Rams team? Yeah. You? Hell no. Hell to the no. I don't want to hear nothing. Nothing about that. Oh, this, this guy's best corner in the... No. No. No chance. Too many, chan- too many chances. And that's the thing. Even, like, last year, you can look at all, all stats-wise. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a stat pat Like, not stat patter. That's that's rude. He's not a stat patter. But, he yeah, he looks good on stats. But when you look at him in big moments, psh, big receivers put him in a bag. I'm just saying. Like, Jamar Chase, all in the Super Bowl in the bag. He was, in a, he was burning him the whole time. Everybody else was putting in their work, and that's why that Rams team ended up winning. But that's the thing. Jamar Chase was putting Jalen Ramsey on scooters, and he was falling off them. That wasn't him riding that scooter. It was him getting dragged on that scooter. But, yeah, Tampa Bay at the minus 160 ended up hitting. We had the over 42.5. Ended up being 29. We had the Rams plus three. That's the only thing that hit for this game. Honestly, I, I can't stand him. How do you go from the Super Bowl to three and five? 
Like, I, I don't know. I get it, but I don't in the same sense. Because this should have been a game that they had, and they should have bounced back. Just annoying to me, because you don't, don't... It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. All right. Tennessee... <laughs> now that we're on to the next game, Tennessee Titans versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs were at a minus 650. Titans were at a plus 460. Um, we did pick the Chiefs here at the minus 650. Uh, we had the over of 46 and a half. It ended up being 37. So um, it only we didn't hit on the uh, over-under. But for the spread, we had Tennessee plus 12 and a half. That was almost a gimme. I felt like this was going to be a close game. Even though, like, Tennessee has been, been like, kind of wishy-washy, I felt like it was going to be a close game. And they had a good lead, but you just... If you can't score more than, like, 25 on Patrick Mahomes, he's going to duff you. He's putting up 20 himself alone. He don't need anybody else. <laughs> he's just he's just built like that. So, but we did get the Tennessee plus 12.5, which was pretty nice. Uh, we had a Derrick Henry touchdown, or Woods touchdown. Henry had two of them. And then for the Chiefs, we had Edwards, Hilaire, Kelsey touchdown, and those didn't hit. Uh, and then we went to Monday Night Football, which was yesterday. We had the Baltimore Ravens versus New Orleans Saints. Saints were at a plus 130. Ravens were at a minus 155. This game I thought was going to be close, too. I thought the Titans, Chiefs, and Ravens and Saints was going to be like closer than this, to be honest. Uh, we did pick the Ravens, minus 155. Uh, we had the under of 48, so we did hit it on matchup uh, on matchup and on the over-under. But for the spread, we did pick Saints plus three. I thought they were going to at least come within three. I thought this game was going to be at least a little bit closer than that. But, hey, shout-out to the Ravens. I should have just jumped on the minus three. But we had a Lamar rush or Edwards touchdown. and ended up being uh, Kenyon Drake, so Drake was the one doing all the running. And then for the Saints, we had Kamara or an Olave touchdown, and neither of them scored. So I think it was Jawan Williams who ended up scoring. Isn't it? Let me check that. Yeah, oh, Jawan Johnson. That's who it was. He had two targets, and one was for a touchdown because they just, like, bombed it to him. But, yeah. But we had... Um, the Ravens minus 155 so that was pretty good so we hit uh two for two uh we went two for four there so not too bad um the uh question of the week for week nine which which trade uh was going to benefit from the trades that got made and it was uh CMC going to the 49ers Hawkinson to the Vikings Claypool to the Bears Chubb to the Dolphins or Ridley to the Jaguars um I didn't get any like answers on it, so I put up, like, a... Where did I write this down? Wrote it down somewhere. Um, but I think it was CMC to the 49ers. I ranked it at one. Uh, no, I put... Hmm. No, I had CMC at two. But I think, honestly, I would switch that. So, no, I'd say CMC getting traded to the Niners is, like, one of the best ones. And then I'd say Hawkinson's at two. Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins, three. Claypool to the Bears would be, like, four. And then Calvin Ridley to the Jags would be five because I haven't seen anything out of him yet. Um, but, yeah, 
I'd say CMC to the 49ers is probably the best, um, and then Hawkinson at two, just because I feel like those are the most impactful players going to those those teams. All right. Let us move on to week 10. Boom. Pad is down. That's the pad getting dropped. We about to get wins today, this week. I also want to uh, apologize real quick about last week because we did miss, um, well, we, I missed Bengals versus Panthers, uh, and I would have picked Bengals there. The odds weren't too crazy, and if you did pick the Bengals, like, you did make out on it, but I probably would have gone with whatever the Panthers were on the spread, so I probably would have missed on that, and then... I don't know about... I mean, I would have probably picked Mixon, so my fault. That's on me. I, I have all the games this time. I made sure of it. Um, but yeah, week 10. It's week 10. It's crazy. Thursday night football is the Atlanta Falcons versus the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are at a plus 130. Falcons are at a minus 155. Uh, Over-under for this one's 43 and a half, and then the spread is minus 3. Uh, I see, I don't know because after watching the Panthers lose to the Bengals, it's kind of tough. I think what I'm going to do is say this is like a 50 50. I'm going to go with let's go like this. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna switch this up. I'm gonna go with the Falcons at minus one fifty five, and then I'll take the Panthers plus three there. Um, I just don't know. I kind of was feeling that Panthers pick, but then I'm thinking about it, looking at it now, and I don't know. So I'm gonna go with the uh, Falcons minus one fifty five. Uh, I took the over of forty three and a half, and then uh, like I said, I'll take the Panthers plus three. Um, I just feel like the Falcons could like. I think they're going to win this game. This is usually a game where, like, in my head yesterday, I was like, oh, this is usually a game that, like, goes either way. But eh, I feel like the Falcons could realistically just, like, win this game just by, like, pure grit. Uh, like I said, I'll take over a 43.5 just because they usually cover. And then I'll take the Panthers plus three. And then props are going to go Patterson or a London or a Pitts touchdown. And then for the Panthers, I'd say either a Foreman or a DJ Moore or a Marshall Jr. touchdown. I picked three for this one just because it was a little bit up in the air, just prop-wise. I didn't know who to go with. Wanted to give a little bit more options. And then we have Sunday football. Sorry, I was just getting a little drink. Where we have the Seattle Seahawks versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Seahawks are at a plus 130. Tampa Bay is at a minus 155. Over-under for this one is 44.5. And then the spread is minus 2.5 to the Buccaneers. So, here I'd probably say I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Just because I feel like they're just playing really well right now. And yeah, did the Buccaneers just get a good win? Yeah, but the Rams gave it away. And I don't, and I'm standing on that rock. <laughs> I'm standing on that rock. 
Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, Seahawks here. I feel like they've been playing really well. Um, I'll take the over of the 44 and a half, and then I'll take the uh, plus two and a half to the Seahawks. And then props wise, we're gonna go um, Metcalf or a Walker the third touchdown. And then for the Buccaneers, I'd say either a Fournette or a Godwin touchdown. Next, we have the Minnesota Vikings versus the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills are at a minus 285. Vikings are at a plus 228. Uh, Over-under for this one is 46. And then the spread is minus 6.5 to the Bills. So, here's my thing. If this injury with Josh Allen is something serious, then you might want to completely jump on that Vikings plus 228. Uh, I'm going to ride with picking the Bills just to play it safe for this. But like I said, keep that in mind this week just in case. If you want to jump on it early, do it because the odds might switch if they end up playing a backup. Uh, I'm jumping on it probably, and then I'll jump on the plus six and a half too. But uh, I definitely would keep in mind to pick Buffalo. If the odds drop and like start to switch, yeah, you still might want to pick them just in case. But... um. Over-under for this one's 46. I'm going to pick the under. And then props, I'm going to say Jefferson or a Thielen touchdown. And then uh, the Bills, I'd say either a Singletary or a Dix touchdown. After that, we got the Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Lions are at a plus 122. Bears are at a minus 145. Uh, the over-under for this one is 48.5. And, and then the uh, spread is uh, minus 3 to the Bears. Sorry about that. I had a little technical difficulties, but we were on the Bears there. Uh, minus 145. Uh, the overrun for that one's 48, uh, 48.5. And then the Bears are on minus 3. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Bears here just because I feel like they're starting to get a kick for things. Even though they lost to the Dolphins, it was only by 3. So this is something that they could kind of like get something turned around in. Um... I would pick them at the minus 145 here. Uh, I'm going to pick the under of 48.5 just because I feel like I don't think it's going to be too, too high scoring. But that might be a 50-50 there. And then for the spread, I'd say um, plus 3 to the Lions just in case. Just another 50-50 because this game is tough. But I think this could be a game where the Bears pull out. Um, and then the props, I'm going to go with a Swift or a Amon St. Uh, Ra St. Brown touchdown. Sorry. Or I'll go with the Fields rushing touchdown or a commit touchdown. Or if you want to sneak Claypool in there too, you could do that as well. Then we got the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are at a minus 480. Jags are at a plus 360. Uh, Overrun for this one's 15.5. Spread is minus 9.5 to the Chiefs. So this is another game. Where I'm going to go with Kansas City minus 480. Uh, but I'm going to pick the Jags plus 9.5. Just because the Chiefs defense, man, it's been like, meh. It's been like kind of mid. They kind of hold out after the second half. But I don't know. So I'm going to pick the plus 9.5 for the Jags. I'll go with the Chiefs minus 480 matchup wise. Um, over under, I'd say 50.5. I'd take the over. Props, I'm going to go with NTN Jr. or Zay Jones touchdown. And then for the Chiefs, I'd say either a Kelsey or an Edwards-Hilaire touchdown. He's got to give, man. Someone's going to give him something. 
And then next game we have the Cleveland Browns versus the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are at a minus 210. Browns are at a plus 175. Overrunner for this one's 48 and a half. And the spread is minus four to the Dolphins. So I'd say I'd probably go Dolphins minus 210 here. Uh, I'm going to go with the under of 48 and a half just because I feel like it wouldn't be too, too high scoring. Um, I'd say minus four to the Dolphins for the spread, but I'd say 50-50 if you want to go plus four. That's not a bad idea. And then props-wise, I'd say Chubb or a Cooper touchdown and then either a Hill or a Waddle or a Mostert touchdown because all three of them have been putting in work for the team. So, um, Next games we got our Houston Texans versus the New York Giants. That's going to be Texans at a plus 228, Giants at a minus 285. Uh, Over-under for this one's 39.5, and, and the Giants are a minus 6.5. Props for this one, uh, I'd say I'm going to start with the props for this one just because I feel like they're a little bit tougher. I'm going to go with Pierce yards over rushing the because he's been running pretty well. He hasn't been getting – he's gotten to the end zone a few times, but he hasn't been like 2-2 red zone heavy, but he gets a lot of yards. So I'd say Pierce yards over rushing or a Howard touchdown, and the Giants I'd say Barkley or a Slayton touchdown. Those are your two best bets. Um, and then matchup wise, I'd say minus two eighty five to the Giants. Then we're gonna take the over of thirty nine and a half. Uh, and then for the spread, we'll go minus six and a half to the Giants. I feel like this should be a game where they kind of regain their footing. So next game is the Denver Broncos versus the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Titans are at a minus one sixty. Broncos are at a plus one thirty five. Uh, Over-under for this one's 39, and Tennessee is a minus-three favorite. Uh, I'm going to take Tennessee here just because Denver's been very hot and cold. So, yeah, could it be hot? I don't know. But I'm going to pick Tennessee just to be safe. Uh, I'll take the under of 39. Should be pretty low scoring. And then spread-wise, I'll take the Titans minus-three. And then props, we're going to go Judy or uh, Murray touchdown. For the Broncos, and then for the Titans, I'd say a Henry or a Hooper touchdown. And then we have the Saints versus the Steelers. Uh, the Saints are at a minus 150. The Steelers are at a plus 120. Uh, Over-under for this one is 41, and the spread is minus 3 to the Saints. I'm probably going to pick the Saints here. They had a little bit of a rough game against the Ravens, but... They could have a pretty bounce-back game against the Steelers. Uh, I'll take them minus 150. Um, I'll also take the under 41. I don't think it should be too, too high scoring. Uh, that could be a 50-50, but I'm not too sure. I'm probably going to roll 41 pretty easily. Uh, and then spread-wise, I'll go Saints minus 3. Ooh, just need some water here. Hold up. All right, and then for props, we'll go uh, Olave or a Taysom Hill touchdown, and then for the Steelers, I'd say either a Fraymuth or a uh, Skiba field goals over. So they're, I think that's how you say it, Skiba or Skiba. Um, he'll be field goals over. So um, 
This one is Saints minus 150 on the matchup. Under 41, minus 3 to the Saints. And then Olave and Taysom Hill touchdown. And then for the Steelers, I'd say Framuth or their uh, kicker, Skibo, field goals over. Alrighty. Next game is the Indianapolis Colts versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the Raiders are at a minus 260. Colts are at a plus 210. Over-under for this one is 42.5. And, and the Raiders are at a minus 6 favorite. Um, with all the changes that have been going down, I'm going to roll with the Raiders here at a minus 260. This should be a game where they can kind of easily pull out a win. I'm going to go with under 42.5 just because I feel like this should be pretty low scoring. These teams don't seem to be producing too, too much. And then I'll go with the Raiders minus 6 as well. Uh, Props-wise, we'll go McLaughlin field goals under, which is their kicker. Uh, Pittman Jr. or an Allie Cox touchdown. And then for the Raiders, I'll say Adams or a Jacobs touchdown. And then we got the Dallas Cowboys versus the Green Bay Packers. The Cowboys are a minus 225. Packers are a plus 185. Over-under is uh, 43 for this one. And the Packers are a plus 5. Cowboys are a minus 5. Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys here at a minus 225. I feel like they need to get a nice win over Green Bay here, and it's definitely possible. Um, if they keep getting the ball to Tony Pollard and running the ball and getting a good play action, they have a good shot to be a, a nice threat for teams, a little dark horse there. Uh, I'll take them at the minus 225. Uh, I'll take an over of 43. Uh, I am going to take a plus five on the Packers just to be safe. And then props-wise, I'll go Pollard or a Lamb touchdown. And then Packers, I'll say Crosby field goals over or a Rodgers um, yards like throwing over. So passing, I should say. So, yeah, we'll go Cowboys minus 225, Packers plus five, uh, Pollard or a Lamb touchdown, Crosby field goals over, or Rodgers uh, passing yards over, and then the over of 43. All right, a little bit of a mouthful, but <laughs> not bad. Next game is Arizona Cardinals versus the L.A. Rams. Rams are a minus 170, Cardinals are a plus 143. Over-under for this one is 43 and a half. And the uh, Rams are a minus three favorite. Don't understand why. <laughs> so that's pretty easily to tell what I'm going to say. Cardinals here, I'm going to take at plus 143. Uh, I'm going to take the under 43 and a half, but that's another one that could be 50-50. Um, and then the spread, I'm going to take plus three to the Cardinals. Props, I'm going to say Hopkins or Moore or Ertz touchdown. And then Rams, I'd say Cup or Brown or uh, Matt Gay field goals over Next game is the Los Angeles Chargers versus the San Francisco 49ers. So the 49ers are at a minus 320. Chargers are at a plus 250. Overrun for this one's 46.5, and, and the spread is minus 7 to the Niners. Uh, I am going to pick the Chargers here, but I have this one starred because I have it as 50 50. This is either way. This game, you have to have both of these teams plugged in. If you don't, then you're kind of asking for trouble because it could either go one way or the other. It could be really close. It could be a blowout on one end. It could be not. So I'm going to say 50-50, either Chargers plus 250 or Niners through 20, and then you want to probably mix it up if you're going to go there and then go like plus 7 to the Chargers or minus 7 to the Niners. Uh, Over-under for this one is 46 and a half. 
Uh, like I said, I have to pick. I think the Chargers are going to stun stun them, maybe. Uh, but if anything, I do have the Niners minus 7. Um, I'm going to pick the over of 46.5 because I feel like they're both going to score a lot of points. Uh, props here, I'm going to go with yours truly, uh, Eckler and Carter. Touchdown because Eckler's been going crazy. And then the Niners, I'm going to say either a Debo or a Kittle touchdown. Last but not least, we have Monday Night Football, which is the Washington Commanders versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Eagles are at a minus 550. Commanders are at a plus 400. Uh, Over-under for this one is a four, uh, is 44 and a half. Uh, and then the Eagles are at a minus 11. So this one is a division game, but, like, the Commanders should be a walk in the park. Um, here's my thing. They usually are, but they are also that team that just is just like a... They always stay in it for some reason with these big teams. I don't get it. Sometimes they don't, but, like, sometimes they do. Like, the Vikings, you didn't... I thought that the Vikings were going to win, like, 28 to, like, 10 or, like, 13. They won 20 to 17. So, what I'm going to do here is what I always do for some reason is change my pick mid-podcast and say Monday Night Football, we're going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles at the minus 550, no doubt, on the matchup. We're going to go with under four. Actually, see, we're going to change that too. We're going to go with over 44 and a half. And then we're going to say the spread for this one is going to be plus 11 to the Commanders. Let's say that. Eagles minus 550, plus 11 to the Commanders. If anything... If you want to, like, really play it safe, I would say just roll with minus 11 to the Eagles. Because the minus 550 is kind of whack. I'm not going to lie. It's a little it's a little pressed. But if you do plug it in and something else and other teams and kind of get it, then it will work. But it's tough. Then you, gotta, then you have to hope that all the rest of them go. But I'd say if you want a safe pick, minus 11 is the best one. I am going to go plus 11 in this, like, this, my picks, just to be safe. And then props-wise, I'm going to say McLaurin or a Gibson touchdown. And then for the Eagles, I'd say Smith or a Brown or a Hurts touchdown. All right. It's week 10. We have eight weeks left. Eight. Seven, like, real ones. Because most of the time, week 18, it's just all baloney. Maybe not for the Eagles or teams who really need to win, but most of the time, Week 18 is baloney, unless they're trying to get in. But we'll get there when we get there. It is going to get really, really wild, and stocks for teams are going to start to like rise and fall by the like by the week. It's not going to like it was kind of moving. It always moves. It's very it's fluid. It's fluid, as Stephen A. would say. It's it's fluid. It's fluid. But, like, it's usually pretty solid on, like, who's in certain areas. Yeah, it's not like that this season. So, like, it's all over the place. So, it's going to get wild, and I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be it's gonna be fun. But, like I said, I can't wait to, like, have you guys answer these questions and stuff like that. That's really what I'm... I'm hoping for for the next week. Uh, the question of the week for week ten is: Who needs like who has a most needed win for week ten? Uh, oh, sorry. No question of the week. This is the question of the week. 
Who got the most needed win for Week 9? The Bengals, the Bucks, the Chiefs, the Chargers, or the Seahawks? You let me know. Uh, it's usually on the Spotify where you can answer the question. It will be below where you click to listen to it. There's a little thing, and you can just type it in, and it will send right to my thing. And then I'll talk about it on the next thing. Uh, I didn't get any answers for this one, so I kind of just ranked it myself. But I'd kind of like uh, some people to participate just to kind of rank it with not just my own opinion, but your guys too. Because, like I said, I'm not always right. I picked the Bills and the Rams last week. I'm not always right. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I definitely want to get some more feedback and other people's opinions on this. So, uh, if you guys want to give that question of the week an answer, that would be very much appreciated. Um, like I said, it's who got the most needed win for week nine. And the options would be Bengals, Bucks, Chiefs, Chargers, or Seahawks. Uh, if you want to, you can type. So, if you think somebody else got a much more needed win, you can type that in too. So, just. Uh, like I said, if you're on Spotify or other platforms, it should be right below where you listen to it. It should have a question. Click on it, and you can type in whatever answer you want to. You could say the Texans at this point. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. They didn't win, but, like, I'm just saying. You could say, oh, that's whatever. Like, my Texans. Like, that's I, – I don't care. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, everybody be, uh, be safe. Have a good week. Um be uh i'm just drawing a blank i'm sorry (laughs) uh have a good week be safe like i said um be aware of all the uh, different changes like i said that could happen during the week especially with that bills game you want to keep an eye on that keep an eye on josh allen uh what's going on with that injury um like i said go 50 50 with that chargers game and then yeah just get it done um Make sure you guys get all your things in before Thursday's game, before Sunday's game, and before Monday's game. Uh, We're going to be rolling up, too, on Thanksgiving games. So you got to make sure that you're on top of that, too, because those are going to be Thursday games, and it's going to be three in one day. So going to be good. It's going to be fun. Anyways, this has been your boy, Taco. Can't wait to see you guys week 11. Let's get it. Peace.